Greetings and welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Niamma, and on today's episode, we're discussing holding dualities. If you've ever had emotions that seem to be at opposite ends of the spectrum, and if you've ever felt like, am I crazy for feeling this way? You are not alone. Holding dualities means that we recognize that two things can be true at the same time. So we are going to explore that on today's episode. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. Have you been doing the same thing and hoping for different results? Have you been looking to add more variety to your current eating habits? Are you ready for transformation from the inside out? Then the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program is for you. Learn how to stop dieting and start eating to live. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-892-8192. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Niamma. And today's episode is a little bit different than some of the other episodes that you've heard here. And I think it's probably appropriate that it's all about holding dualities. And oftentimes you'll hear uplifting messages here. And that's not to say that you won't hear something uplifting today. However, um, this month, the month of August, has been, uh, for the past five years, a very tender time for me and my family. And so at the time that you are hearing this message, or at the time that this this show is published, August the 31st, 2022, you will... (laughs) have heard it at the time that is one day after the fifth year anniversary of my nephew's transition. And um, he was 24 and August 30th, 2017 is a day that forever changed my life, my family's life, how we look at things and how I look at things in particular. And it's it's amazing, the ripple effect and how one person um, can be so impactful. But before I talk about that, and simultaneously as I talk about that, I was thinking about all of the Um, emotions that I was processing. And I've been thinking about this idea quite a bit, even before this day came about duality, that in life, there are all these dualities. 
And for example, we know that there are polarities, right? We know that on a magnet, you have what's called a positive and a negative pole. We know that there's a spectrum. We know that there are yin and yang energies, um, what are called masculine and feminine energies. We know that there is a divine or a spiritual aspect to life and a material aspect to life, right? We know that you can hold both joy and sadness at the same time. And you can also hold joy and pain at the same time. As a matter of fact, Frankie Beverly and Mays sang about it, that you can have, that life is about joy and pain, sunshine and rain. And as a matter of fact, I recorded a prior episode on that very topic. And what also came to mind as well in that duality is that you can simultaneously be in a space of celebration and grief. And so, and and the thing about it is that there's nothing wrong with you if you are in those spaces simultaneously. You know, sometimes we have this tendency to think that we need to be all one way or that we need to be happy or that we need to, you know, force a certain emotion. And while we benefit certainly from those emotions that are uh, deemed to be quote unquote positive in terms of what happens in our body, in terms of our body chemistry, in terms of the hormones that we are uh, secreting as a result of our thoughts. But there's also a place for those negative, so-called negative emotions and or thoughts. But the key is to make sure that we are not overrun by the negative thoughts in particular, and especially because of the fact that energy that's created, thought that's created, it stays in the world. It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) And so if it doesn't go anywhere, it stays in our bodies, right? And also, we can take on the energies and the thoughts of other people Interestingly, uh, the other day I was listening to an Abraham Hicks um, message on YouTube, and one of the people that she was guiding was talking about how they just felt this fear and trepidation as they drove over the Bay Bridge, and how they couldn't understand why they were feeling that way because they had been over it so many times and, you know, was like, it hadn't been a big deal before. And the interesting thing that um, Abraham Hicks brought up, which I had never heard it this way before, never thought about it this way before, was that because energy does not leave the planet, because thoughts don't leave the planet, we are capable of absorbing those energies and those thoughts 
and picking up thoughts that don't belong to us, thoughts that are borrowed from other people. And so therefore, it is possible that that person was picking up or borrowing the fears and the thoughts of other people who have gone over that bridge before. And because there have been um, earthquakes and damage done to the bridge that, um, you know, and, and death and trauma, um, that those energies had been um, put into the world. And so therefore it is not surprising that a person could also pick up those thoughts and those fears and adopt them even unwittingly, unconsciously, not something that they didn't want um, because it's in the world. And so that is a really um, amazing thing to think about how we can take on the thoughts of other people. And if you've ever been in a room where you may walk in with one vibe, right? You might be happy and you go into a room where there's a heavy energy. It's pretty challenging not to absorb some of it or to pick up some of it. Either that or you want to run from that room because you don't want to absorb those energies, right? So that is life and that is the nature of how we're created is that we do, um, because we're energetic beings, we do affect one another with our energies. So we're not just affecting ourselves with the thoughts that we're having. We're also affecting other people in ways that we can't even imagine. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about holding dualities. Stay tuned. And welcome back, y'all. So before the break, we were talking about duality and holding different feelings <laughs> at the same time. And one thing that I will share is that um, I have, for the past few years, been in this space of immense growth and just having all of these wonderful things happen in my life and um, getting better and better. And at the same time, holding a feeling of, um, at times, sadness or disappointment or grief or all kinds of various feelings over um, my son's own personal challenges. And so I would imagine that many of you can relate at the same time that you may be going through and having, for example, in one area of your life, things are just rocking like, or I should say, in most areas of your life, you know, things are firing on all cylinders. You're having um, what you consider successes. You're um, expanding and growing. And simultaneously, there's one aspect of your life where there is a gnawing feeling or a challenging feeling 
Um, and that's, that's the, that duality that I talked about. You know, I, I can recall conversations I've had with sister friends of mine who are uh, similarly pursuing entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial ventures and doing all kinds of, of wonderful things in the world and also having other personal challenges happening behind the scenes. And that's why um, it's so important to remember that, that we are all on this journey. And so you might see somebody's highlight reel on social media, but you can best believe that there is some challenge that that person is going through. Even people who look like they got it going on, even people who look like they have it all together, because we are only seeing what people want us to see, right? It is very much um, a controlled thing. And so that is something to keep in mind. Um, and it ties into what Rakia Michelle and I were talking about last week's episode on the four agreements about not making assumptions, you know, um, we would behoove ourselves not to assume the life that we think somebody else is living. And unless that person has told you directly to your own ears <laughs> from their mouth, um, or you know, you've had some other kind of direct communication with that individual, we have no idea what kind of lives that people are living. And so, as I mentioned, um, you know, yesterday. The 30th was a day of dualities. Uh, I experienced a great amount of enjoyment and some fun and some laughter. And also simultaneously, I experienced missing my nephew's physical presence. I experienced a sense of relief. And I'm sure that many of you can relate to this when a loved one has been going through um, or experiencing some suffering because we we don't want our loved ones to be in pain. And so there's that feeling of relief that they are no longer in pain. And at the same time, that feeling of the void that that individual has, uh, their departure has left in our hearts right? And in our, our, our lives in terms of spending time with them in times in terms of grief over the potential of what we thought that person's life might be like, of all of the things that we, we thought we would go through together. So it's perfectly understandable that those things would be happening simultaneously and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And so I recently heard a reframe on the Bible verse, uh, James 1 and 8, talking about a double-minded man. And if you've ever heard this verse, it's basically saying a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And the interpretation of that is often relating to 
a person's loyalty being divided between God and the world, right? But at the same time, we do walk between worlds. And um, <laughs> on one of my episodes earlier, I talked about the fact that I'm spiritual and I cuss and I make no apology for it. So that's a duality that I hold. You know, I am not perfect and I don't even judge myself negatively for the fact that I do cuss. Nevertheless, the point that I wanted to make about that is that the reframe that I heard recently was that we tend to see that um, instability as a negative thing. But what if we saw it as it's a recognition? It's a recognition of the duality that we walk in this human experience, in this human 3D experience, that we are spiritual divine beings having a human experience. And so therefore, of course, there are going to be times where you're walking between those worlds. And of course, there is challenge in that, right? And so what if we give ourselves some grace to recognize, especially when we're having those moments, to be like, wow, mm, I do not feel stable in this right now. I do not feel secure about this, especially when it comes to making a decision, right? And choosing one path over the other. And as I was looking up that verse, I saw another um, interesting exploration of it, which is the context, the prior verse, um, which talks about, let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. And then it goes on to say, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And that ties in so much with the idea of the law of attraction. And when you want to manifest something into your life, you can be simultaneously calling something to you and asking for it and repelling it at the same time because you are double-minded. And so we might say out of our mouths that we want something, and we might even say it in our minds that we want something, but we can also be keeping that thing from us through our beliefs that maybe we're not worthy of something, through our belief of, um, I want it, but I don't think it's possible for me, um, through dissatisfaction, through not being grateful, all of these different things. And so that, and I don't call myself, so, you know, I want to make the disclaimer, I am not a theologian, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I am someone who um, has some pretty doggone wise guides in my life. And I um, choose to work on myself and work on learning 
as much as I can. And so learning about self-mastery, learning about mastering the mind and harnessing, and I think I like that word better, harnessing the power of my mind and this powerful tool that we have that we can co-create with the creator of all things when we are able to harness the power of our minds. Think about that. So I think it's important to put that into context and to realize that when you have those moments of instability, it's perfectly understandable and it's an opportunity to pause. And I heard years ago, um, I think it was Oprah had said, when in doubt, don't. And so when you have these wavering feelings and you're not sure which direction to go, unless it's a life or death situation, in most instances, you don't have to give an immediate answer. You don't have to immediately jump into action. And so when you do have those moments where you do have time to get into your truest feelings and to examine what you feel is the best course for you, the most aligned course for you, then take your time. Because who is pressuring you? (laughs) Most of the time, the pressure is coming from within ourselves. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about holding duality. Stay tuned. Tune in to you and make 2022 your year of healthy living with the 30 Days to Healthy Living program. Using this holistic program, you'll create a foundation for a healthy lifestyle, regardless of your current lifestyle. For more info, click the link in the show notes. And welcome back, y'all. So I hope that this um, episode is giving you some food for thought today. And one final area that I want to talk about holding duality in has to do with having excitement and fear being present at the same time and experiencing discomfort and eagerness at the same time. And so one of the things that we know is that we tend to avoid pain, right? Who, who, <laughs> who is really seeking it out? But in this instance, I'm not necessarily referring to pain when it comes to discomfort, but rather the discomfort that comes from fear of the unknown, the discomfort that comes from unfamiliarity, the discomfort that comes from not being an expert of not being uh, having all the answers, the discomfort that comes with newness when we are used to um, stability, the discomfort that comes from entering into a new territory, 
And one of the things that I have been um, more and more convinced of as I grow in my journey as a more visible person, <laughs> and I've talked about that on this this episode on this this show many times about the fact that I am a private person, and I tend to be the one that other people go to, and I tend to be the one who holds space for other people. I tend to be the one who is not necessarily openly vulnerable, but I always admire other people who can share so bravely. I, I find that to be so courageous. And it's a strength. And it's something that I'm developing or allowing myself to do. And, um, and that it's a long story, but you know, some of that comes from um, conditioning. Some of that comes from upbringing. Some of that comes from culture in terms of um, for a lot of people of color and black folks, I can say that, you know, many of us grew up around this idea of that you don't share your business, that you don't tell people about what's going on with you and your household and your life and you know, certain ways that you keep things to yourself. And and some of that is survival mechanism, right? But some of that is just some conditioning that um, as an adult, we get to decide whether or not it's still applicable and whether or not it still aligns with who we're becoming. And so I say that to say that as I... Um, am growing in my journey to serve more people and as a coach and as a leader and even as a healer that it does require from me a certain amount of um, exposure of letting people know who I am so that they can get to know my heart so that they can get to know that I am their person and so um, that is not always comfortable. <laughs> and again, like I said, many of us allow the fear of what others would think. We allow the fear of judgment to stop us from following our assignment. We allow those fears and those concerns about what other people might think and say to um, hinder us from taking those actions that would allow us to even live a more expansive life and to become the person who lives the kind of life that we envision. And so my encouragement to you today is, and I say this to you as I say this to myself, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I know that sounds like an oxymoron. I know that sounds like a contradiction, but that's holding that duality. That's holding the duality that you can be uncomfortable and eager and excited at the same time. And one of my friends coined a phrase, nerve-sided. So you can be nervous. You can have a nervousness present and you can be excited at the same time. And I've even heard the expression before, if your goals don't scare you, that they're not big enough. That if your goals don't give you a, a sense of 
oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> that you need to dream bigger. And so, um, of course, there are some goals that are might not produce that feeling, but like for those things that are, are significantly life impacting, that those goals um, should be something that causes you a degree of discomfort because it makes you feel almost like it's outside the realm of possibility. And at the same time, that duality of it sounds so crazy that it might just be true, right? It sounds so far-fetched, but it's absolutely within the realm of possibility. Because here's the thing, we can't even imagine all that God can do. We can't imagine. And God exceeds expectations. And so when we remember that, I mean, can you think of times in your life where you thought you wanted something and then what you got was way better than what you thought you wanted? I can. I can think of many instances like that. And so, again, it's about holding that duality, that recognition, and having that faith that... having that faith that things are always working out for you, even when it doesn't look like it, that things are always working in your favor, that things are here to serve you, even when it doesn't look like it at the time, that as long as you have breath in your body, there is a possibility of a miracle. And holding that as a reminder, there's always possibility. And I believe in miracles. And if you do too, you know <laughs> that anything is possible. Thank you for listening. What another amazing topic. And I hope that you found some resonance in it. I hope that you had some ahas and some yeah girls and <laughs> all of those things. And I hope that it gave you food for thought. And I want to leave you with these takeaways. Number one, let joy be your compass when you're choosing a path and deciding between two choices that seem to be opposite. Let joy be your compass. Number two, when instability presents itself, pause. Give yourself time and recognize, oh, I'm feeling unclear. I'm feeling unstable. And recognizing that that's perfectly normal. Number three, 
We are spirits having a human experience. And that is the ultimate duality. And as I always say, give yourself grace. Recognize that there are times where it's going to be clumsy. There are times that we may fall short of what we uh, know we're capable of, but that all is part of our life lessons and our journeys and our assignments and the reasons why we're here. Because every single experience that we've had up to this point has made us who we are. And it was all necessary. So I hope that if you have enjoyed this episode, that you will do me the favor of sharing this podcast with your family, your friends, your associates, your colleagues, anyone that you think can benefit, even if it's just one person, share this podcast. You can also write a positive review so that other people can find the podcast. And I would be so appreciative. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified whenever new episodes come out. And also, um, if you share a screenshot of the podcast on social media, on Instagram, I'm at Naema underscore sings. If you tag me, I'll be so happy to give you a shout out. And lastly, you can become a financial supporter of this podcast at any amount that feels aligned to you. I know that you have many, many options when it comes to your podcast listening. And I thank you for taking time out of your day for listening today. One other thing that I want to share with y'all is that um, earlier in this month, I hosted a vegan curious virtual cooking demo and I am planning the next one for September. And one of my dear friends gave me the wonderful idea to center the theme around healthy substitutions for traditional holiday meals. And so, of course, we are racing quickly towards the end of the year and we're coming up on the holidays. And so if you've been thinking about having more plant-based meals or how you can um, be able to enjoy those family time festivities if you celebrate or not and just want a healthier version of some of your favorite comfort foods as we transition into the fall season, then come and hang out with me. I share music, I sing, I um, you can watch me. I give you a shopping list so that you can um, get the ingredients to the recipe. And then you also have access to the replay as well when you um, join those sessions. So I will be sharing more about that in the days to come not only on my social media, but also here on this podcast in the show notes. So be on the lookout for that. But that will be taking place on uh, September the 24th, Saturday. It's a Saturday, the 24th. Again, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And as always, I wish you peace and love and have a beautiful and blessed day. Thank you.